This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hast thou e'er thought, oh, if only there were more hours in the day? With the exception of Can the Wizard, a lot of us wish we had more time. But if time became untethered and was truly unlimited, what would you even do? You have to know what you value to make use of such a gift. And therapy can help you find what matters to you most, so you can do more of it. Even without all the time shenanigans. I know therapy has allowed me to consider what matters most to me, allowing me to become a better friend and happier wizard. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot magic. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Exhaust vent 44A has been breached. Huh, that's a new one on me. Oh, you know what? It's probably the mysterious man breaking into the bunker. Well, it's in for a bit of a surprise. <laughs> Why am I talking to myself? I'd better tell Trisha about the breach. Uh, you guys enjoy the show. from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About three and a half years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon. Oh, hey. And you're getting a slight Wi-Fi signal through the portal. Um, Yeah. No, go ahead, Macho Mantis, Randy Mantis. I forgot the rest. Oh, uh, well, uh, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger Burger King. King. Through, through the, the portal, portal. The portal, and I use, use that to upload a podcast, podcast I record every week, week here, here in the tavern, in the Ruffled Feather. Yeah. Used to be the Vermilion Minotaur. You know, Randy, yeah. I, you know when we were gone for a week? Yeah. We had broken into the tavern, trying to like find the weapon there, get a bunch of magical stuff. We fell into a pocket dimension, as you do, mm-hmm. lost a week, yeah. and now we're back here, and we only got a couple of those magic things. Oh, that was way more interesting than the preamble you usually do oh really yeah what do you not like about the preamble i usually do just a lot it's a lot it's a lot it's redundant all you do is change the number of months oh but randy i mean i know you're here in the tavern every week but you're assuming no one new is going to come by well don't fight me on my opinion you asked (laughs) that's fair don't ask my opinion and then argue that's true randy what the fuck are you doing here I'll head out. It's good to check. It's good to see you. It's good, good to, to check see in. you. Did you want something when you stopped by? Nope. Just oh. thought to have some fun. Okay. I don't know why I started this podcast with no one else at the table, but you. Well, take care. Hey, Usador, Chunt, Usador, Chunt, we're starting the podcast. Are you interviewing Macho Mantis, Randy Mantis? N- no. Oh. Chunt, Usador, come over here. Why are you closing your mouth when you talk? Gosh. It's get, more difficult to hear you that way. Guys, get over here. Everyone relax. Arnold has lockjaw, but Usador shall save him. Yes, here. Let me put my hands on either side of your face and cast a spell that shall no, free no, thine no, lips. You don't have to do a spell. I'm just trying to be sly. Ah, well, you, you failed. We should just have a word. If you're ever talking to someone and you don't want to talk to them, 
We should have Ooh, a, a word. safe word. Yeah, let's come up with it right now. Um, Framble. Uh, Framble's good. Hello. Um, hello. Well, that's going to be said often in the show. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, how about... Dr. Monsterwitz. Dr. Monsterwitz. I think that's it. But what if we're if interviewing someone if, called Dr. Monsterwitz? Uh, that's that's going to be a problem. Uh, what if it's um, fricassee, cribbage, um, oingo boingo? Mead. Meat. Well, we might order, might order meat with a little bit of raspberry oh, in it. True. How about um, oh, tavern. lasso? No, tavern said a lot. Okay, you're right. Lo and behold, mm. um, Usador. Fruit by the foot. What? Usador is a good one. Yeah, Usador. Well, that's my name. Oh yeah, Ernie. What's your favorite word? Podcast. Mine, mine is ocelot. Yours is what? Os- mine is podcast. Okay, mine's ocelot. Usador. What's your favorite word? I don't know. How about um, Francine? How about we say Ocelot Podcast Francine? Yeah, we'll just casually work that into conversation. And the person who we went saving from will never even know. Exactly. Ocelot Podcast Francine. Yeah. Your favorite word is a proper name? Well, I'd never thought about having a favorite word before, so I just said the first thing that popped into my mind. And it happened to be Francine. I don't even think I know a Francine. Well, that works out then, because then they'll never be on the show. Oh, yes. Well, Ocelot. Podcast. Podcast. Francine. That works very well. But if we want one that's a little easier to work into conversation, we should pick a word we never use, like sit-ups. Or resolution. Forwarding the plot. Well-structured. Considered. Concise. Not overstaying its welcome. Thoughtful. Hmm. Hmm. Let's stick with uh, Ocelot Podcast Francine. Ocelot Podcast. Yeah. Podcast and we can Francine. find some sort of shortening where it's like Ocpodbra, O-F. You down with O-P-F? O-P-F. Uh, can I? Yeah, you know Jeff. Can I admit something to the two of you? Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. Just Take you can off. tell anything that you're afraid to tell anyone else. You can always weight. tell us. Just yeah. definitely speak into that microphone. I'm sad. Aww. You see? You see? We tried so hard to go get the... The weapons we need to defeat the void and overcome the Dark Lord. And yeah. I fear that we aren't making the progress that I wish we were making. And I, well, I'm just a little bummed out about it, I must be. I'm, I'm a little bummed out, too. I feel like we did come away with something, though, because we discovered hashtag fill the void, right? Yeah. That idea that creation will fill the void. So if we get enough people to make shit... We might be in a it'll, better... At the very least, it'll slow the void down, gaining us more time, which is clearly the thing we always need. Yeah, I've been doing a ton of tight fives just to help fill that void. And speaking of filling the void, I also brought this bag of never-ending food from the tavern. So we got a couple magic items. Yeah, I got the eyes of Slindor. We discovered Castle Nowhere. Yes, yeah. I... And I've started, like, uh, using the food from the magic bag, selling it to people and then buying magic stuff from the Ruffled Feather. Ooh, smart. Yeah. And I've been working on a, some uh, architectural plans to possibly open up, uh, instead of a Choo Choo's Chow reboot, mm-hmm. possibly opening up a Chili's To Go. The Chili's To Go inside of Castle Nowhere was amazing. So good. Guys. I've never had food that good. Oh, guys. Those spicy cookies. This is <laughs> listeners, this is just underscores how terrible the food and food is. But this, I must, I must also admit to you, I grew tired of the ruffled feather. At the bar of this very eve, I did speak to two mercenaries, and I did say, join me in my quest. I stand up for righteousness and goodness, and they did ask how much it did pay. Their indifference has caused me to question mine own commitment. Yea, I do begin to waver in my ne'er-ending quest. I know not if I should be so committed as I am. What? <laughs> yes! The ruffled feathers king is back, baby! That's what I'm talking about. This is my spot. How are you doing? Good to see you. Where did you get those sunglasses? Shadow demon, you are looking fresh. You are shadowy and more demon than ever. Are those new tentacles? Look at the you. Yeah. Oh, th- well, since the divorce, you're really living it. Yes. This is what I'm saying. Around on the house, on me, Dripfang, on the Dark Lord's tab. I'm so happy to be back amongst the baddest and the worst. Hello. Oh, hello, Dripfang. Ocelot Podcast, friends. Hey, Dr. Monstavitz. 
Did somebody call for Dr. Monstavitz? Oh, shit. Holy I'm crap, sorry. it's a Jewish monster doctor. Hello. I'm, I'm, it's, nor, it's not a high holiday, so I can perform various medical acts. What's your, uh, what's your condition? We need a bris. Ooh, I go. Oh, I got. I left my stuff at home. What? Go get your stuff at home. I'm a doctor. I'm not a moil. Yeah. Oy vey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I meant to talk to our, our other guest. Very uh, well. Goodbye. He hit himself in the face with both his hands. Hey, Drip Fang. Goodbye, Monster Vitz. I'll see you at your son's monster bar mitzvah. Well, look at this table of sad assholes. Look at you, dumpy, dumpy, sad, sad. See, this is making me even sadder. Good. The way way you came in, Dripfang, I must admit I am somewhat jealous, for that is off the way I would enter the Vermilion Minotaur. Grandiose in all mine glory, full of life and vigor, ready to take on the world and celebrate mine friends that I would spend the evening drinking ales with. Ah, well, yes. Well, I recognize, of course, that you would normally burst into the Cotillion Dinosaur, or whatever the fuck that place was called, screaming every name an elf or dwarf has given you. But let's face it, that place sucks and sucked, and this place is the Ruffled Feather, which is so much better. There's dark arts, there's magic works that are done in eldritch horror. I don't even know what that thing is. It's just eyeballs and dicks. I mean, this place who rules. Yeah, who's that, who is that, who, who's that person that's all eyeballs and dicks? That's, that's eyeballs and dicks. Yeah. Eyeballs and... Very literal name. Yes. But what's the name of that other person over there that's all just dicks and eyeballs? Frank. Yep. (laughs) This is so much better a setting, for me in particular, and I recognize that you were tied some way to that place, but I'm here to tell you right now that this should be the base of operations forever. We should burn that place down uh, with magic, and we should just meet here forever and ever. He may have a point. I I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to be allowed back in the... Tillion dinosaur. I feel like this might be a best case scenario to just make this our home, except change. But we spent like three and a half, almost three and a half years of the Cotillion dinosaur. Look, nobody likes the Nathan Fillion omnivore. That place is over. Ruffled feather is where we should meet. Now, this is quite contrary to my normal uh, modus operandi, as I am primarily snakes, and birds are our natural enemies, though we are descended vaguely from them. But... Looking around at all of this, as you are now in league with my liege, the Dark Lord, this should be the place where you are naturally most at home. I still prefer the billion-dollar property. I do love birds. Sorry, you just mentioned birds. I'm very distracted tonight. Perhaps it'd be better if you just did the episode with Drip Fang, and I'll sit at the bar having a drink. Excuse me for a moment. No, guys, guys. If we make this look like the Sicilian Numerian, then we can... You know, then we can feel like at home. So let's try and recreate that bar here, right? So what do we need? Um, a table we're comfortable at. We have that. Yeah. Podcasting equipment. We have Podcasting that. equipment. We have that. Mixing a potion. Just gonna drink it. Don't know what it is because I'm evil as fuck. What are you guys talking about? Well, we're just trying to make this podcast feel more like it was mm. when we were in the Vermilion Minotaur. Yes. The podcast. When it was part of... The uh, Dillion, Dillion, Namor, the Submariner, was not exactly what the Dark Lord wished, which is actually why I'm here today. I would come here normally for frivolity and occasionally to jump in the kitchen and whip up a couple of my patented drip fang specialities. But I've been sent here specifically to say you have to make this more popular. You have to expand, yay, the reach of this podcast. For you, the only reason to go back to your former bar is to find the weapon that will destroy the void. Yes, we're all on the same page. Oh, sure. Yeah, we want to do that. We want to destroy the void. I want to to join in the, the, the tradition of this podcast of recapping things people already definitely know about. Now... If we're going to do that... So what's a recap? A recap, great question, is when you take information... Just, I mean, I know, but just for the listeners. Great, just, just for the know. people and for people at home who haven't heard for the first time. About three years plus ago, you fell down behind a Burger King and wound up in the magical land of Foon. You still have a weak Wi-Fi signal that it's coming from the Burger King, and you're using it to waste everybody's time with a shapeshifter and a doofus in a blue hat. Hi, Usador! Hello. Now... A recap is something like that, where people, we already fucking know all these things, but let's say it again for fun. What I'm saying is, now that you've recapped, 
all of this. It's time to precap. That what the fuck does that mean? That's a problem. That doesn't happen to everyone. Precap if it happens for more than four hours. Uh, consult Doctor Monsterwitz. <laughs> now you must find a way to reach into your realm, Earth, a word mm-hmm. that curdles in my mouth, and find a way to have them contribute to the hunt for the weapon that will destroy the void. And again, if we are all, if we are going to then find the, this can't be the name of the place that you were in, but the Vermilion Minotaur. Mm, that doesn't sound right. Right, no, that's, that's close. I just, why did I even say that? If we're going to find that weapon and you're going to need it, you're going to have to expand. Now, I have gained the laptop of the Baron Rangoon, uh, this weird object, uh, the, the Peach. Oh, that's Ooh, the right. other thing. Yeah, the Peach, yes. Is Usador it? made a copy of my laptop and the Baron has it. Mm. The thing that you have to do is find a way to make more people listen. To- Usador, get over here. You should be hearing this. I'm sorry, I'm just so sad, and all I want to do is go back to the Scarlet Salminio. Listen, the Venetian Troubadour is gone. We have to move past it. You know, I always thought that the Venetian Salminio was in Spartacus, but it wasn't. It was Tony Curtis. Oh, uh, but uh, yes, you called me over. Uh, uh, tell me uh, how, how you want to proceed. What shall we do to capture this weapon? Much like when I raised all the corpses and sent them directly at you to bother you again. No, actually, I didn't. Yeah. Scratch that. You told me to do that. Yes, that's fair. Sidebar. Yeah. We had to uh, destroy most of them and <gasps> tore up the Vermilion Minotaur. There's doing a it. sidebar? This is cool as hell. After this, we should go to sidebar. You guys haven't been to sidebar yet? I mean, oh, no. The mini burgers are great. It's Cyclops night. Oh. It's Cyclops night at sidebar. Yes. Where the Cyclops sing karaoke and then they fight to the death. Wait, how do you spell sidebar? Sa- C- C-Y... D-E bar. Oh, okay. I really only wanted to know the first two letters. Me too. I, I will cast a spell on all of us to remove one of our eyes. Oh. Uh, well, I still have all these eye patches. Yeah, could we just do eye patches? Oh, you know what? I'm fine. I've got a bunch of eyeballs in my skin suit, so I'm good. You have eyeballs floating around in there? I've got all sorts of stuff. I've got room since you guys made me cut half my workforce inside That's my own body. Right. You look a, you look different. I, and I feel different. I feel, let, let's be honest, I feel different, I feel new, and I feel good. Because it's not all snakes in there now. I had to supplement because you can't just have loose skin suit floating around when, sure. you're, when, you're, when you're devoid of half of the snakes that made up your entire body. Mm. So I just stuffed it full of another workforce. Ooh, well, you look like a slimmed down pillowcase full of spaghetti. Thank you so much. In a good way. I th- no, I only took that as a compliment. Oh, good, yeah. good. Wait, but you said you filled, you said you replaced it with something else. What did you replace Go- some of those snakes with? Ghost eels. <gasps> ghost eels. I summoned the ghost of eels. In the number that I needed, uh, something around 450, mm-hmm. and then just said, all right, boys and ghouls, grab, grab, a, grab a skin patch and get in there. And that is why I also look like an eldritch horror moving around. I'm really, I'm just all over the place right yeah, now. Yeah, your skin is bubbling and moving and wrangling yeah. a little more than it usually does. I feel more evil than ever. So uh, you also managed to get some eyeballs in there, though. So just some random body parts, extra bits and bubbles? Oh, well, when you're in a cemetery and you're raising the entire contents of the cemetery, as I did... By the way, let's give it up for some pretty kick-ass necromancy that I engaged upon. Uh, very impressive. I, technically, that was very impressive. One game, hun- I, sh- game. I should hear the most from you. It was an art of magic. It was very impressive. I, I am more concerned that the uh, undead corpses then did attack us. Yep. Well, but that's not what we wanted to happen. Oh, well, okay, well, what you want to happen and what you tell people to do sometimes aren't the same thing. You told me to raise everybody and ask them questions. And when I raised... 100% of the corpses in the cemetery in Foon, I then, when I tried to get all of their attention, they just ran off and naturally tried to destroy you. They must have heard some episode of the podcast that they didn't like in the, in the nether realm. Oh, that, that could be so many different episodes. So, Dr. Ward one, some people want our first words. Yeah. But some people Especially would people come to like our defense. The, some people know. who like that one would try yes. to save us because of that episode. Uh, did any of the undead come to our defense? Uh, nope. Not mm. one. All of them, just as a hive mind, decided that they had to kill you and destroy the bar that you were in. They must have heard like an interlude or something then. A what? So, well, well Drip Fang, what have you been up to that's so great? Uh, research uh, and drinking and research. I pour myself a glass of blood wine, and I, I, I fire up the old peach. 
Now, are you researching necromancy or, or the culinary arts? I am a compendium of necromantic information. Near research needs be done, for I am the research. People do research on me. So no, to okay. your question. Yeah. But I have been looking at other podcasts on your world through the portal of the peach. You've been doing earth research? Earth research. Earth research? That almost works. Earth research. What are some of the, I mean, uh, research. We've, listened, we've listened to some podcasts on Arnie's phone. What are some podcasts you found? Ah, excellent. Griffin, that I've trained to be evil. Bring me the scroll. How are you? How are your classes? This Griffin is going to night school. Oh. Yeah, to, to be a knight. Oh, very nice. nice. For evil. I, when, you, when you first said Griffin, I expected to see a Griffin, but this is just a small boy named Griffin. Yes, this is just a small, this is just a 10-year-old named Griffin. Hello, Griffin. It's nice to meet you. Fuck you. Fair enough. Classic 10-year-old. Now, yeah. it's, this po- a lot of things that are talked about on podcasts, which are legion. Oh, yeah. By the way, it must be the most popular art form on your realm because I think it is mandatory that every person in every household have a podcast. I know, but I don't know how it's been the last three years or so, but before I came to Foon, there were at least four or 500 podcasts on Earth. They have, I believe, quadrupled. <gasps> the thing that seems to be most popular is, do you know anyone who has been murdered? Or Ooh, is you know, so many people who've been murdered? Okay, I think we've actually murdered some people. Well, it's a little ambiguous how responsible we are. Uh, are you asking me to pick my favorite murder? This is what I'm talking about. If you know someone who's been murdered, or which that one is fucking amazing, by the way, um, and, and or you are someone who has murdered vast amounts of people, or just enough to make quote-unquote, the papers, as they refer to as, then you have material for a podcast. Just talk about or try to find murderers. Well, what are some famous murderers in Foon? Oh, oh my God. There's so many. There's, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's tree, there's the tree killer. The tree killer? The tree Mm -hmm. killer, known for killing over 500 trees. Is that just like a lumberjack? Okay. Well, now we know why he was so easily caught. They just went to his office. Yeah. There was Jack the Jumper. Who's Jack the Jumper? Oh, notorious murderer. Never caught. Uh, His signature move would be to kill a young woman in the darkness of the night. Uh, And then as soon as someone did surround him, some constable did catch him. He would jump hundreds of feet into the air. Oh, yeah. There's also uh, Eyeballs and Dicks, who's still on the loose, who's just like... A mashup of eyeballs and dicks who would sit in a bar behind someone, wait patiently, and then slit their throat with a dick. I wonder if they'll ever catch him. How sharp are those dicks? Some are pretty sharp, some are not. Huh. I've seen him open up an envelope with one. Or I've heard about it. I've heard myth of it. Hmm. Uh, There's also Jump the Jacker, who is a tribute to Jack the Jumper, (laughs) when he would kill people by leaping from a great height and landing directly on them. And then when... Luckily, a copycat always lands on its feet. And when the constables would arrive, he would yell, Jack! And they would turn around and go, where? And then he would run away. Because they they thought he was revealing the location of Jack the Jumper. (laughs) And sometimes the constables take a while to to come up with these names and to realize the patterns that exist to create this murder. At first, they just called him Squishy. Which is like, it doesn't really sound terrifying. There's no, it's no pop. There's no, no pop pizzazz there. Yes. It doesn't grab you and say, I gotta catch this guy. <clears throat> so try talking about murder more often. Recipes. People love it when you tell them how to make things. Oh, oh you said, or you could speak in your chat. Uh, I used chef to do that all of the time. You, you also know? used to go in the wizard set all the yes. time. Well, I still do that. I just don't always do it on microphone. Oh, what recipes do I like? Ooh, ooh, can I can I give you an idea? Yes, of course. Can you give us a recipe for murder? Ooh, change the name of this yeah. podcast recipe to for murder. recipe for murder. Or hello from the recipe for murder. Yes, I like the first one better. What do you have to do? Is first find a freshly living human being. Take them and gently coax them into your 
wagon or home. Damn, this one's sexy as hell. And I, as the chef inquisitor, will fact check every part of this recipe. Okay. Coax them into your wagon or your home. Then convince them that they should sup with thee. Slip a bit of poison into their food. Mm-hmm. And then when they least expect it, and the poison begins to take effect, and right before they die, stab them in the neck with a knife. Or a dick. Oh, yeah. That, that's it. That all checked wow. out. That yes. was perfect. That is a recipe for murder. I'm glad Euthador did it and not me, the chef inquisitor who's a necromancer slash chef whose, oh. whole, whose whole thing is well, cooking why, and killing people. I'm, why don't you do one? Yeah. Can I, can I, can I, can yes, I? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone gather around. I'm Look. going to give my most famous recipe for murder. Look, clearly we are a, a bitter enemies, but we have I common goals like we all want this podcast to have more followers. Let's all remind people. I hate Arnie. I hate Sean. I hate Euthador the most. Usador, I respect the most because we're magical rivals, but everybody here, as I have always said, can fuck off right into the ocean. So. And, the, and the, f- the feeling is fuck off viewable. <laughs> I appreciate that. I honestly do. Cheers. Glug, 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 bang. Now, a recipe for murder that I, in tribute to my arch enemy, Usador, shall do in the standard recipe voice as well. <clears throat> can we get the candles to half? No, too dark. A little higher. Perfect! Griffin, do you mind playing some music? Fuck you! And, and Dripfang, before you begin, is there a way that you feel like the listener should best listen to this? Like, should they take a bath while they listen to this, or should they be driving? Yes, they should be taking a bath while driving. Now, assign yourself to a cart that is possessed by you, fill it with water and soap, light candles around it, and fly around in your bathtub as you listen to this. A recipe... Chimes, chimes, soft breeze, howl of wolf coyote. Find one sentient being. See, he said humans. I said you could do this with anyone. So inclusive. Befriend them at your place of work. Join in common interests. Pretend you like things that they like, even if... The things they like are fucking dumb. Be a sociopath literally your entire life. Just from birth until you drop dead. Have the person over your house. Watch some manner of entertainment. Eat. Drink. Be convivial. Yawn. Well, it's time I should be... Go into the old sleep sack. You should go to where you live. I will remain here. This is where I live. They will eat. They are polite. They will walk into the street. Leave your house. Go up behind them. And smash them with your bathtub. Do this about 14 to 22 times. Over the period of 1 to 35 years. Be caught or remain at large to taste. I like these open options. Yeah. So that was fantastic. Good you have to make a murder. Thank you very much. You have to make a recipe yourself. You know, they give you the guidelines, but then you mm-hmm. personalize. And there's room to improvise in there. Always. There's always room to improvise, even when after a while you realize you really shouldn't be. May I make one possible alteration suggestion? It would make me furious, but I would love if you would. I hate you. I hate you too. Coriander. Oh, God, you're right. Everybody, house to thirds and... Ed- <clears throat> See, the whole thing again? Would, would just add coriander? The whole thing again? What is this? No. That's the way I would have gone with it. I don't remember what I said. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms 
who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. Liquid IV is perfect for daily use before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. Basically, anytime you need a pick-me-up, however you hydrate. Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier Sugar-Free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WONDERY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today, using promo code WONDERY at liquidiv.com. All right, well, Drift Fang, thank you so much for, like, I think you're really trying to help the podcast sincerely, and, and I appreciate that, even though you're very evil. Coriander. Yes, I'm very evil, yep. Uh, but I do this not for you, not for either Arnie or Chunt, and especially not for Usador, but for the Dark Lord, he who I've sworn loyalty to forever. <laughs> yeah, you know, because guys, you know, I feel like we've gotten so distracted by all the work we've been doing to defeat the Void and all these different things. We have really not focused enough on making this podcast really sellable, really mm. like like is something that like listeners will latch onto and be like, "Ooh, this is a genre I know and love." Well, it's a it's a journalistic podcast about your experiences here in this strange world. It seems like journalism and commercialism have a potential conflict of interest at points, don't you think? I mean, that's true until you add sponsors, and then you really just go towards whatever's going to make you the most money. But doesn't that impact the quality of the journalism? Not that the quality is that high to begin with. Maybe. Another thing people seem to like on your realm are... Let me see if I'm saying this right. Sports. Are sports the same thing? He, you're there as they are here? Well, uh, Arnold seemed confused by mittens, but of course we have mittens here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But, uh, but they have a thing called footing ball. Ah, the footing ball. They also have, as I've had Griffin right here, the basketing ball, the basing ball. Fuck you, I hate you, you're not my dad. He just wrote that. That's not a sport. He just, he's, I'm not trying to be his father. He, I don't like him. But yes, the thing in podcasts about sports that is most common is for people who uh, appear like they have no business actually playing the sport they are commentating on, giving vastly over-hyperbolic definite opinions on how those sports should go. So again, we're talking about people who look like they've never lifted a thing in their fucking existence telling super athletes how they should conduct their business. So I think I, I, the three of you should just backflip and stick the landing on that, no problem. Well, okay, I suppose we can do that, but perhaps uh, if we wanted to talk about middens more, we, we could say, like, I think that uh, Reginald... Uh, Wait, I have to give you... A, you have to get an intro. You can't just oh, go oh, into... Oh, yes, okay. Pew, 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 pew. You're in the mitten zone, where it's hard hitting and mitten spitting. I'm your host, Drip Dripfanger. I gave myself a fun radio name. No, it's great. Thank you. It's a Dripfanger. Today on the today on the the round table, not populated by knights and a king, but populated by our commentators. What is going on in the world of mittens, Isidore? The mittens, me, Reginald Plum. Plopper is one of the worst uh, forwards that's ever existed. Uh, I love uh, Skur's team, but uh, the buzzards are failing, and they're not going to get off of their failing streak until they get rid of Plum Plopper. See, that's where I disagree. I think the buzzards need to capitalize on the crew that they have. I mean, with their head coach having, you know, a uh, um, uh, great... But um, how many birds have they killed this year? <sighs> they, they haven't caught enough birds. They haven't killed enough birds. They need more wizards on it the field. It doesn't matter. It's not about it the does birds. Matter. It absolutely matters. It does matters. not matter. Point okay. of order. Again, yes. when speaking in sports terms, facts actually don't matter. It's just whoever yells at the other one the loudest Perfect. until everybody just dies. Can I, I have a uh, maybe a suggestion? How about I count to 30, 
Usador counts to 30, and in between, Arnie counts to four, so it'd be 30 for 30. And whoever counts fastest wins. All right, let's do it. Back in the mitten zone, it's time for the number down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. Oh, oh, wait, we weren't supposed to do them at the same time. Nope. Guys, I gotta say though, I'm just not a sports guy, like on Earth or on Foon. Like, are there other genres that we could really like latch on to that would be? more appealing for people on Earth? Ah, yes. I have a final uh, category upon the scroll that has been uh, writ here. And again, as all scrolls I write, they are in blood on skin. Now, it says here that people like it when you give them advice. Ooh, let me get somebody from the bar. Um, They can come over here, ask a question, and we'll have Arnie, the local Yahoo, answer. Oh, all right, all right. Hello, my name is Frank. Frank, how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay, Frank. Do you have a problem? Now, Frank, everyone remembers, is made of uh, dicks and eyeballs. Oh. Not yes. eyeballs and dicks. Yes. I, I have a question. I saw someone the other day who looked exactly like someone else. Him is twins? Him is twins. Huh. Well, thank you, Frank, and thank you, Chun, for bringing us yeah, that, uh, that question from Frank. Um, I don't know. Guys, I don't know. Am I supposed to give, like, real advice or funny advice? Give any advice that you want, and then whatever people respond. If people think it's funny, then that's what you were trying to do. But if people take the advice, then you're like, I am a guru. Oh, okay. Um, him, him, him could be twins. Him could be twins. Him could be doppelgangers. Either him is twins, him is doppelgangers, uh, or it could be him is just him. Him is mirror dimension version sent to destroy you, destroy him before he destroys you. Him is carrying a mirror shaped exactly like him, reflecting him perfectly. Him is you from the future, returned to tell you a terrible, terrible fact. Kill him before he does so. Guys, I mean, I think some of these are good ideas, but they could only sustain for four or five hundred episodes. Like... I think people on Earth love to talk about, like, terrible movies. Maybe we could do something called, like, Zounds That Was an Awful Play and uh, just talk about some real bad, bad uh, plays you guys have seen. Ooh, that sounds good. You think these are good ideas? Yeah. Oh, what if we had, remember at Castle Nowhere, um, uh, Honey had a happy hour? Yeah. What if we did a happy hour, and during that happy hour, we talked about all kinds of uh, popular culture? Oh, yeah. There are many wonderful plays and musicians here in Foon putting on all sorts of uh, very delightful acts that I enjoy, but I'm mad about a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them I'm like, how did this get created? Now, remember, if you're mad about how something was created and you don't like it, it invalidates the opinion of anyone who, in fact, does like it. Mm, And if mm -hmm. they say, well, I like it, your job is to make them feel stupid. So you're saying you can win opinions. You can absolutely win opinion. Oh, pin win. You can opinion win. Let's have a show called a pin win. A pin win. (laughs) You're on a pin win. I'm your host. Drepum Dramum, and today we're going to give an opinion, and then you're going to fight with us, and then we're going to win, because it's our show, and you can't answer back. Uh, Arnie, give us an opinion win. Well, you know what? Sometimes I don't like it if a drink is too hot. Wrong. A hot drink is all you need in life. I mean, on a cold, chilly day, having that steamy, hot toddy work its way down your body. That's what it's all about. I'm not saying a hot drink isn't good. I'm just saying that it's possible for a drink to be too You're hot. You're a fucking coward. Why, why are we stuck in the dichotomy of hot or cold? Now, the final score, Arnie 2, Chunt 3, Usador 16. Usador is your winner. Bing, 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 bing. I don't understand the score. He went total system. baby bear and won. I saw the most recent Cocktickler's play. In their long series of plays. Such fun. About the wars that existed 500 years ago, the Wars of the Tulips. And I thought that the the, the eighth installment in the Tulip Wars uh, series was awful. And I'm rewriting it right now. I'm changing it completely because I think they ruined all the characters and they ruined my childhood. This, you're going <laughs> to... This, this is an s- essential aspect of d- a discourse that Usador hits upon upon your realm. If there is an aspect of fictional culture mm. that you don't like, that mm-hmm. existed while you were small in your developmental years, if it doesn't progress exactly how you want it to, you react like they killed your entire family all around you for the worst reasons possible and act like a fucking baby for the rest of your life. Also, 
furious about it? Good. I will not stand for it. That's exactly I right. I shall burn every copy of that play that I do find. And if someone tries, oh, if they even try to mount that play here in Hog's Face, know that I shall go in protest outside with a sign saying, not mine, Tulip's War. Yes, make sure you protest that and not something important. Devote all your energy to yelling at people who portray fictional characters. You, you know, I don't think I've seen any of the Tulip War plays. Maybe we could do a podcast where we where we go through all of the plays, but just like a minute at a time. So like a Tulip Wars minute. You're, you're going to go through one minute at a time? Well, I just, I'm just saying I want us to be able to do this podcast for a really long time. So if we go like a minute, okay, how about two minutes? That's, that's... Tulip Wars, two minutes. Ooh. All right, you got me with a pod. Tulip is to human. <laughs> you lost me with a pod. Guys, I think we're avoiding the, the, the biggest possible get from all of this. I feel like if we could get a segment of Hello from the Magic Tavern on a, on a podcast and radio show on Earth called This American Life, then we're made. Then almost everyone on Earth who listens to podcasts will listen to this. Go, Steels, pick a leg. Come on, I look like a... I look like a piece of linguine here. Everybody shift. Everybody balance out. But wouldn't out. that be a lie? Yeah, we're in Foon. Yeah, but you know, they've been on so long. They do stories from, like, other countries. And so so, so they, what you're they, saying. They do another dimension. So what you're saying is that everyone who works on This American Life is a liar. N- I mean, I think they're working on a greater emotional truth. This American Lie. Look, what I'm saying is, let's try to do, like, a real, like, uh, cut-outable segment. Like, a little self-contained segment that then, uh, like, Ira Glass is going to be like, I gotta put that on This American Life. He all sounds right. exactly like yes, that. All right. That is I'll exactly see. what he sounds like, and it's my understanding he's being made 100% of sentient glass. <laughs> so he's, he's completely, he has, as a journalist should, he has complete transparency. I, th- I think I have something, I think I have something. Okay, yeah, this is a story. <clears throat> Wait, uh, uh, Act 1... Uh, Chunt hardly wait. Usador is a wizard. A blue wizard at that. This is about you. And he's a wizard who's doing something a little bit different than what you'd expect. It's not necessarily magic. It's renting an apartment in his hat. For 2,500 gold pieces a month, you can rent out my hat, of course. Random background noise. Random background noise. Shrink down to a size appropriate to be inside of my hat. And when you leave... Grow back to your normal size. It's a very simple process. And Arnie Niekamp believes that everyone involved with this American life is a dirty liar. That's what he had to say, and as the story felt so right, it took quite a left. You see, Usador had a tenant in that hat. A young boy by the name of Kid Usador. No relation. Well, I never knew his real name. I just saw him, and I was tasked with caring for him. And as his mentor, the first name that occurred to me was... Kid Usador. Hammering for some reason. Bird in the background? Alligator goes by. I love birds. That seemed like the perfect name. I, So I treated him as my uh, sidekick, if you will, I, for a short time, and then he had other plans. Arnie hates everyone on this American life. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that is that is really good. That's uh, good. Let's, maybe do, let's do act two. Uh, Drip Fang, you've got to have some kind of great emotional story from your your past. Like you know, don't no not too much pressure, but just like a really funny but also heart wrenching story that has like a surprise twist every two minutes. It just keeps pulling you through. Sure, I'm surprisingly shallow, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, uh, okay, so Act Two, Drip Fangs for the memories. A babbling brook. High school, not my school. Everybody looked at me like I was the weirdo because my family moved from a different part of Foon to that part of Foon, and I had a hard time getting along. And when I would talk to people, they would say, get away from me, weirdo. When when I would talk to a teacher, they would punch me in the face. When I would talk to anyone, they would pick me up and throw me in a river. You know, standard high school stuff. Bells ringing, sounds of people opening and closing books. Was this this because you are made of snakes? Because I was made of snakes, that's exactly right. They would look upon me and say, your father's a necromancer and your mom's a bunch of snakes. Nobody likes you and they never will. Snake kissing. Snakes kissing. But then I found the one thing that would endear me to these classmates. Because you don't want them to like you, but they have to like you so that you can literally survive. So, I found the one thing that would draw us all together. 
food. And I combined it with the thing that I was natively good at, necromancy. And when I put them together, they all picked me up and threw me in a gulch, which is why I went back years later and smashed it. Oh, that was very revealing. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I feel like I know you better now. And I feel like we have a connection that perhaps, though we have sworn to be enemies, perhaps we should find some common ground. Okay, and in response to that, based on my past trauma, I'm going to build a wall between us. A literal wall. Griffin! Build... Gathered. Yes, yeah, start building it. See, he's doing it already right now. That's going to take him a fortnight. I'll get that. Well, Drip Fang, uh, thanks for stopping by. I, I feel like I had so many questions about those ghost deals that I never got to, but maybe next time? Well, they've unionized, if that answers any of them. Oh. The questions that you had. What the, What does that mean, they unionized? Well, I have to collectively bargain with them now. I can't just deal with them on a one-on-one basis when it comes to labor disputes. Isn't that better, though? You have so many snakes and eels in your body. Don't you want to talk to them all at once it instead is, of... It is really much better, and I don't understand why anybody would do anything to subvert that sort of system. Sure. And I'm evil. Yeah, and you're evil. You get it. I'm evil. I killed something on the way over here. I won't tell you what it is, because you have to listen to my recipe for murder. Well, you know what, Trifang, thank you for reminding us that we really need to focus on outreach on this podcast and getting more listeners. And I think one of the ways of doing that is continuing the back and forth dialogue with our listeners through emails. You can email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address. We get hundreds of emails, but you know what? We want your email too. Here's one I got this week. Uh, a subject line, my dad lost his arms. Help. Hello, Arnie, Chunt, and the great Usador. My name's Anthony. Nothing I'm, for me? Great, Nothing thanks. for you. Sorry, wow. Drifang. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of yours and am up to season two, episode 32. Okay, that's why. My dad lost both of his arms in an accident at work, frowny face. He works with the power lines on trains, big moving tubes with people inside. My question is mainly for Usador and Chunt. Sorry, Arnie. Oh, that's okay. You're dealing with a lot. Is there any kind of limb replacement for soldiers in Foon? Or even something like regeneration of limbs. I'm a college student and have been working on improving my dad's prosthetics, but I'm afraid we just don't have the tech needed to make them as good as real hands. Any help from the great world of Foon? Thank you, smiley face. Anthony, the maker of fake arms. P.S. I make fake arms. Well, there is some regeneration magic and, of course, my healing rock that allows uh, some regrowth of things, but there are limitations even here in Foon. Uh, uh, and uh, unless you are willing to delve into the dark necromantic arts, hello. The, 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 yes, there are certain limitations, but that doesn't matter. For uh, we accept uh, all peoples, regardless of uh, whatever may have happened to them, uh, as they are. Yeah, everyone here is wildly different. That's what makes Spoon so special. Also, that's cool as fuck that Anthony's making. Prosthetics. Good, yeah. Good for you, Anthony. Keep up the good work. What a noble pursuit, second only to doing a podcast meant to save two worlds. And don't delve into the necromantic arts. Look, you could try to solve this with magic, but there will be a price, and that price will be too high to pay, probably. Like, you'll have a bunch of ghost deals in your dad's arms. Everybody move, just shift over. I, sorry, I didn't have a pelvis for most of that. What are we talking about? Never mind. Okay. Lock the doors. There's been a murder. Someone got stabbed in the neck by a dick. How do you how does he, how do you know how do you know it's a dick? I know it's me, Doctor Monsterwitz. This is a classic dick murder. Classic dick murder. To be continued. No. Yeah. No. Oh, wait. Leave it on cliffhangers. <laughs> to be continued. Bring him back, baby. I'm pretty sure I know who did it. Yeah. Also, listeners, do not expect to find out next week. Yeah. I expect you, to know it's me, Griffin. You you know you know who did it. You know. Well, was it Frank or was it Eyeballs and Dicks? It was Eyeballs and Dicks. You don't know that. To be continued. Yeah. I love Drip Bang. He's evil, but in like a relatable way. Oh, here he comes. And now, prepare for a battle rivaling all known crossover events in real Not so fast. Oh, look at this. Me getting pacing advice from Lazy Susan. It's time that I... We found the original personnel roster for the bunker. Nice try hiding it in a binder-marked Twitter code of conduct rationale. We would never have found it if the strange force that recently inhabited my body hadn't guided me to it. And then it took me a while to read it because I got super busy with television. You know, I was ready for this kind of mutinous, boring behavior from Trisha, but not you, Craig. Maybe it's time you used his proper title. 
the title given to me by the Bunker Guardian High Council. Ugh, Emperor Craig. And Queen Trisha. You have to call me that now. You're not a queen, you're still just the intern. Well, when Craig found out that he was the emperor, he made me a queen. He can do that, that's how it works. You have to call me that now. I already had new stationery made, so that's the end of it. That's what's going to happen from now on. Period. The end. Yes, I think it's time we had a little personnel shake-up. Now, read the credits, intern. So, this is the low-level gnawing humiliation that Arnie must feel all the time. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Shunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Drip Fang the Necromancer was played by special guest Kevin Soretta. Kevin performs regularly with the Improvised Shakespeare Company. Kevin is on Twitter, but find him yourself. I won't be a party to it. Just like I wouldn't give someone driving directions towards an active hot vomit volcano. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakova, and Ryan DeGiorgi. This one edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Do I really have to thank him. He designed the logo like four years ago. Do it. Logo by Allard LeBan. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and Earwolf. This has been the entirety of the credits. If you'll excuse me, I'm off to chew on some iron shavings. I think I'm gonna like this arrangement. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This mother Lied like a liar. Like a liar. And if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal, or you love to hop in the Wayback Machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes, you should tune in to our podcast, Morbid. Follow Morbid on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.